Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris from PleasureMechanics.com, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, wholesome conversations about pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com, where you will find our complete podcast archive, over 400 episodes organized by topic and theme for you in our sex index. And if you're new to the show, go to PleasureMechanics.com slash free and get started with our free online course. So you can get started right away with our foundational strategies for more pleasure in your life. If you've been with us for a while, come on over to PleasureMechanics.com slash love and dive a little deeper with us. On last week's episode, we had a far-ranging conversation about pleasure tools. We explored the 30,000-year history of pleasure tools and looked towards the future of what humans are doing with today's technology to bring more pleasure and joy to our bodies. On today's episode, we have a guest who is founder of a sex tech company and developer of one of my favorite new pleasure tools on the market, The Handy. We're going to run through some of its features and talk about most explicitly how it's been designed for pleasure, how we can work pleasure and warmth and humanity into the design of even the most innovative toys. So welcome to Speaking of Sex. Will you please introduce yourself to our audience? Yes. Uh, thank you for having me, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is uh, Jens Petter Williamson. I go by JP normally especially for people not from Norway. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I'm then, uh, I'm then uh, the CEO and co-founder of Sweetech, the company behind uh, the Handy. So tell us, before we really dive into the Handy, how did you specifically come to this moment in time where you're speaking to me about a pleasure tool and how you came to design it? That's, that's a long story. I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Uh, my background is actually within uh, finance and management consulting. I, <laughs> I did that for uh, quite, quite a few years before I, I realized that uh, I needed to do something different. Um, and then uh, coincidences uh, made me start working with a third co-founder, Nikolai, uh, and we met up with uh, Alexander quite randomly then introducing us to this uh, predecessor of the handy so that's a very that's a sort of the short story um, when when i got this introduced i was at a timing of my life where i was open to new ideas uh, open to explore my entrepreneurial mind and uh, you know, when the idea was presented uh, and I had some thought about it, uh, it was uh, too good not to explore further. So that's how it all started back in 2017. And a lot of, a lot of things have happened since then. And now I'm sitting here talking with you. Mm-hmm. And I want to just slow down in the moment where you sat in a room and were presented with a prototype of this stroking device. And we'll really get into the features of the handy, but just to paint the big picture, it is a stroking device that you handhold and can strap any stroker into, and it strokes your parts for you at a range of speed, pressure, and range of stroke. And, you know, as we have been evangelizing about hand jobs now for 15 years, 
Um, and I'm always skeptical of robots that try to do a human job, right? Um, we're not in that Jetsons future yet where we trust robot hands to do a human's work sometimes. And hands are some of the most dexterous, sensitive parts of the human body, right? And so when applied to our other most sensitive parts of the human body, they can work wonders, right? And so when I was looking at this toy and brought it into my life, I came in skeptical and I was blown away by what it could do. And we'll get into that. How did you feel when you were presented with a prototype and what kind of maybe emotions or shame or um, kind of worries about what this would mean for your life if you said yes to this? Did you confront right away? Well, I have to I have to admit that there were a lot of different emotions, uh, you know, coming through, uh, going through my mind when mm -hmm. I was presented with idea, and I, I came from a quite homogeneous set of group and, and people, right, working in finance and management consulting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so to to be presented with this idea uh, was for me. Uh, um, you know, all of these questions in terms of uh, what will my friends say, what will my family say if I went into this direction. But at the same time, it's, it was something liberating uh, about exploring that uh, opportunity of, you know, accepting the fact that uh, this is a natural thing everyone does. Uh, hopefully everyone does. And uh, some people don't, and that's okay too. If it's true. yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> of course. But, but many uh, of us like to stroke our parts. It's true. <laughs> exactly, and 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 uh, uh, of course, from a from a from, from sort of a, a business angle of this, what he told me in terms of what it can do interactively, uh, what was out there already, um, how uh, you could buy a lot of products claiming to do one thing, but they don't really do what you expect them to do. Uh, that was, of course, tempting on, on the business side of things, uh, but on the emotional side of things, uh, it was uh, attractive to, to uh, it, it felt appealing, basically. And uh, we all know, or from, from me, uh, me personally, and, and, and other young people growing up, you're, you're introduced to masturbation uh, as something that you don't talk about. So to, I don't know, not to put a face on it, but to highlight that uh, element into society and to actually start talking about it, that was also appealing for me. Uh, something different. Um, yeah, so a lot of emotions, but uh, both sort of the rational side of my head and the emotional side of my head uh, in in some strange way uh, merged, uh, and I thought that wow, okay, this uh, I need to to dig deeper into and understand. So we did. Well, thank you for doing it because I bet your yes came easier after you tried the device out, um, and mine sure did. You know, I plugged this machine in, and I had just had a round with a few um, poorly designed toys that shall not be named, um, and got frustrated with a lot of design that seemed to limit use and versatility and curiosity, you know, on this podcast and in all of our work, we encourage the spirit of play and curiosity and pleasure tools are supposed to enhance that, right? And I really appreciate on your box, by the way, you say the ultimate hand job machine <laughs> and not the ultimate hand job, which leaves yeah. room for both. And exactly. we're going to talk later about how to integrate this into partnered play and bring 
hand job techniques right on top of the uh, swift stroke of the handy. Um, But as you approach designing this, I really want to talk to you about how you designed it for pleasure, meaning what you thought about in terms of design features, uh, what you focused on to make sure it was a win out of the box, as I found it to be. What were some of the first thoughts you had there as you approached taking it from prototype to market? Yeah, well, well, basically, what what Alexander, uh, the sort of inventor behind this product and the CTO of Switek, uh, presented us was this 3D printed homemade device that he made in his living room, uh, you know, with uh, parts ordered from China, uh, did everything to make this prototype uh, <laughs> in his living room, real garage uh, story. When he came with this, and we said, well. This we need to to dig deeper into. We decided to have a three months period where we made an MVP or a minimum viable product. So, what do we need from a stroker uh, in order to press green button and say yes, we move on? So we took his prototype and we ordered all sorts of products from like all over the world all the strokers you can find online basically we tested them we looked at them we talked with community read comments reviews Hmm. and uh, what we realized was that it was a gap in the market in terms of flexibility in the device when you use it because we all come in different shapes and sizes and and like uh, different things so uh, we define them three elements, which is basically the length of the strokes, so that it should be a sufficient length, right? So that it will fit uh, fit all uh, shapes and sizes. Uh, we had a one size uh, fits all solution with uh, ba- the band or the Velcro band that we use with the handy, and we needed a powerful motor. Mm. So that was the sort of first core elements that we had to put into this new 3D printed device that I tested out January 2018 um, and gave a thumbs up. And then we uh, started with the whole design and and visual look of this device uh, as we wanted this to be a household stroker, you know, uh, available for everyone and just a pleasure machine or, you know, something to play around with and, and have fun with. I love that. I do want to um, focus in on some of those design features, but you just mentioned something and I want to pick up on it. What were the kind of emotional experience or um, like, how did you want it to feel? How did you want the handy to feel in the user's hand? And how did that play into the design? Well, we wanted this to be a device for everyone. Like Mm -hmm. no matter what preferences you have, uh, what you like to do, uh, it should be something that has a slick Scandinavian, welcoming and inclusive design so that uh, when you look at it, it can be, you know, at first eye, it's, uh, you can't really recognize that it's a sex toy, right? It's, uh, it's, it's kind of uh, sexy though. Yeah, yeah, but it's, you know, it's, Maybe that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's sexy too, and and I. Uh, but right, it but, could be any household device. 
Exactly. Then... To, yeah, but to lift that sort of lift that um, first impression when you open the box and uh, wow, this is interesting. How can I use this? And you know, that was sort of the emotions that we wanted to touch the 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 feeling of maybe openness, inclusiveness. Uh, so one of the features here is that the stroking mechanism is outside of the motor, which allows for a much bigger range, as you said, of what it can do, what parts of the body it can fit on, um, the range of shaft sizes, um, and things like curvature a lot of toys don't account for. And so what the toy ships with is this nice, flexible, textured sleeve, a beautiful masturbation sleeve. Um, I want to hear a little bit about the design of the sleeve itself. Uh, just recently, I was involved in product design around a sleeve. And one of my frustrations is they didn't get the nubs deep enough. And you got the nubs deep enough. <laughs> how many times did you, how many prototypes of the sleeve itself did you run through? Um, and why did you make the decision? One of the most generous decisions, I think, behind this toy is that you can use it with different masturbation sleeves. Yes. and different toys strapped into this external Velcro holster. Yes. Talk to me about that decision to be generous with that design. And we're going to oh, get I, some sound yeah, effects here of the Velcro. So, yeah, but to, to, to ask your first question first, in terms of, um, of the sleeve, I can, I can tell you that we did a lot of prototyping. And uh, this actually happened back in, or, uh, in China when Alexander and myself were there uh, uh, late 2018, I think it was. Um, so we basically got sleeves, uh, you know, we, we tested the sleeve, we sent them back. We tested the sleeves, sent them back. But there were so many elements of the sleeve that needed to be in place. Everything from the stretchness, you know, so that it fits uh, all sizes um, and shapes. And, 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 and also the pattern within, as you say, but also as you can see, from from the outside of the sleeve, I need uh, we needed some some um, sort of not guidelines, but um, uh, call it like tracks almost to keep the sleeve in place when you use the handling. So a lot of effort uh, went into trials back and forth, um, and um, uh, it's 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 extremely fun and and. Uh, I appreciate sort of the feedback that people give on that sleeve. Mm. This was a global effort, a global yeah, team yeah. effort for your pleasure, folks. <laughs> yeah, and then to your question with regards to to um, to making the device uh, sort of uh, open to all, um, we thought that um, from the very beginning we wanted this to have one clear direction in terms of inclusivity, openness, and uh, not hinder or stop anyone uh, from being able to use the handy with whatever they would like to use the handy with because uh, it's not a handy device or a handy accessory and this goes with everything from that the physical product itself and what you can connect it with but also down to the technological development that we're working on right why in, in having open APIs, as they call it, uh, in the tech department, making sure that whoever wants to work with the handy, uh, make stuff for the handy, can do so. Um, you know, 
it's it wasn't even a discussion whether or not uh, to to close sort of the the seal for only handy elements to be used with the handy. I really appreciate that. And just to draw out how many people that pulls in, um, something like curvature in the penis can really limit a lot of toy usage. And by allowing an open-ended stroker, perhaps, um, it really opens it up for a lot of people. Um, And also the weight and size of the toy. Um, I'm curious if you've done any uh, conversations with the disability community is there anything more you want to say there about the inclusivity in the design um, before we move on to your very active community of designers and hackers? Yeah, I mean, I can comment on what you said with with sort of uh, the community with the people with disabilities. Please. Uh, and 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 this was actually some. This was was a decision that we had to make in the very beginning. Uh, what where to focus? How to focus? Right. But it's uh, the device itself is designed so that we could, at a later stage, when we have the capacity, you know, in terms of internal resources and, and capital, to develop this one step further and, and basically um, introduce solutions where we could assist and help people that don't necessarily are able to either use their hands or if there's anything else that hinders them to get sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. So one thing we're, for example, working on is that we had a, a testing uh, round now uh, or a project uh, before the summer where we worked with the different uh, users on hands-free mounts. Yes. Uh, and we had one, we had one uh, blogger or he, he previous professional boxer, uh, Norwegian championship for six years. In, a, in an age of 36 years old, he um, uh, got uh, ALS. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have worked together with him. And I say this uh, publicly or in this talk because I, I he's sharing this himself as well. Mm-hmm. But working with solutions where he has the hands-free mm-hmm. uh, device from us, where he can connect the handy and he can actually control the handy with his eyes. Amazing. You know? So so he can look at his screen and control the handy with his eyes. And I mean, then I get chills by, by talking about it, right? Because then you, you then you're at this place where you can actually uh, use what we've developed and created and bring it in to a broader audience again that really needs attention and support in order to um, enable their most fundamental feeling uh, for any human being. Um, so that's Absolutely. And what we learn is that inclusive design opens it up for all of us and we get to explore beyond the scripts because um, the most obvious use for this device is as a handheld masturbation device, right? But in my explorations and in your community, um, there's so many ways to use this device. It's got both a manual and an interactive mode. And I really want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but just as a stroker, there are so many ways to use it solo partnered in group play. Um, and it's been fun to explore it. And I'm excited for many more years of exploration. 
So I love how your community includes things like Reddit boards and forums where people can share their own designs as you create more things like hands-free mounts. Your users already are posting things like my design for hands-free mount with GoPro camera capabilities. Um, What do you find in your community of users and that kind of DIY spirit that to me, one of the things I love when I see this is how far we humans will go for our own pleasure and the pleasure of others. Um, Some of us will geek out at the hardware store for hours (laughs) to get these things right. Talk to me about your community of users and your relationship with them. Yeah, I mean, the community for us has been number one partner for the whole development from the very, very, very beginning. Um, there's been, there, there are, are people in that community, especially on Reddit and Discord, that are extremely passionate about the handy. They have a direct line into us, both the developer, mm. uh, the marketers, you know, uh, um, on everything that goes on within the handy sphere. So, we basically created a, a place together with our community where we can talk about masturbation. We can talk about pleasure, totally normalized, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and an arena where uh, ideas are, are being brought up and they're being taken serious. So in everything we do now, we basically reach out to the community and we ask for their opinion. Mm-hmm. So if it's new sleeves, if it's new accessories, or if it's new add-ons, uh, I can't speak highly enough about the, about the community um, and to see how uh, it evolves with the subreddits or uh, channels where people can even you know post their unique connection key and have someone else control the handy. Uh, people are joining our multi-control shows where you have you know 150 participants then watching the same thing. Uh, connecting their handies up and they are on Discord talking about how this looks, how it feels and how the technology behind it works. That is a perfect Uh, tease to talk about the interactive mode. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So before we do, it's really important to say this device can be used plug and play out of the box. You don't have to connect it to Wi-Fi. You don't have to go interactive or virtual, um, which I really appreciate actually that inclusive design. It can just stroke And when we say stroke, and we'll do a demo later and put it up for folks to see, it can stroke nice and slow or quite fast and vigorously. And again, that inclusivity, I put it on a friend at the slowest speed and we did some breathing together and it was a beautiful erotic meditation. And then you can amp up the speed and the pressure even with a Velcro brand and get a more intense experience. So the range of this thing right out of the box is incredible. And then you go interactive and the cosmos opens up. Before we talk about that, (laughs) I do want to give a big shout out to the sponsor for this episode, Dipsy Stories. Because, you know, folks, some of the sex geeks like us in the world, uh, we make love to ourselves almost every day, sometimes multiple times a day. So we like to keep it interesting. I switch up the pleasure tools I use, and I also like to stimulate psychogenically with things like oral erotica from DipsyStories.com. Dipsy Stories offers a library of auto erotica, beautifully produced stories, immersive soundscapes, and first-person erotic turn-on 
that you can tap into with the stroke of a button on the app. You can browse the libraries or tell Dipsy what you're ready to explore, and they'll serve up a custom curated playlist just for you. We love Dipsy so much, we reached out to them to partner with this show. For listeners of this show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash pleasure. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure for a full month of free access to Dipsy Stories. And thanks to Dipsy for sponsoring this episode. And in preparation for this episode, what I did was I used the handy along with Dipsy. And this is just one example of how we can layer pleasure tools. We can layer something that's stimulating our physical body with something that's stimulating our mind, our emotions, our heart in connection with someone else, and create really a wide, endless array of erotic experiences for ourselves, for one another. So tell me about the interactive mode. Take me from this handheld, beautifully stroking device and what happens when I plug into the online world with interactive mode? What opens up? Yeah, what does not open up? <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> first of all, it's, it's, um, it's important to say that from the very beginning, from the very sort of development of handy you know the physical device we made sure that we made it interactive right so and what does that mean interactive because it's interactive because you're using it on your body yeah yeah yes yeah that's true so it means basically that you can connect to bluetooth and wi-fi so within each handy there's basically uh, two computers one computer controlling the the motor and one computer controlling or connecting up through Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So we made sure that that the, uh, the technology behind uh, was, uh, you know, precise uh, in terms of everything from latency, how this was structured, privacy, for example. You know, it, I don't know how that is in the U.S., but in, in, in Europe, I mean, the GDPR and the privacy parts of, of this is extremely strict. So we needed to make sure that that uh, everything was was safe and uh, doable for the consumer to use this device connected to Wi-Fi. Nothing bad will happen, basically. And I had that so, moment of hesitation as I connected my device, like, do I want to let my sex robot in on my Wi-Fi? <laughs> Um, and I chose to trust you and I looked into your tech behind it. And as you said, protected by those strict European Union laws, um, it's quite a safe connection. So to assure people of that and again, optional. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's important to say that it's, it's default off when it comes to Wi-Fi and you have to set it up yourself. So every time and when it's set up, you still have to press the button to you know, physically press the button to make it go online. That's a moment of consent. I like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you know, you have to make the choices that uh, you know to take you wherever you want to be taken by uh, with Handy, and to, to just shoot that in as well. We actually have a patent pending uh, structure, uh, sorry, patent on the whole technology behind to make sure that the privacy is is kept a hundred percent. And remember, Alexander used to be. Uh, um, an engineer for remote control weapons. So, uh, <laughs> so this is supposedly even more secure. Way to but, go from weapons to pleasure tools. 
Yeah. Cheers to that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and but but to talk about the interactive mode, I mean, for us, this was obvious when we started to talk about this, uh, or when we started the development in, in 2008, beginning of 2018, and then we gradually sort of expanded in terms of the capabilities and what you can actually do. And the first thing that comes to your mind or that came to our mind was that the ability to control this device uh, for for someone else. So I can, for example, give you now the, the connection key of this device and you can control it from where you are in New York. Uh, and here I am in Oslo. And that opens up for, you know, so many things uh, on all aspects of the pressure Know, line or uh, yes. spectrum of pleasure. Uh, so that's obvious, you know, one of the things that we, we made sure that was available from the start. And then we've now gradually uh, increased our um, capabilities uh, within, for example, video synchronization. So today you can go into handyfeeling.com and then connect your handy and watch movies either you know just on the screen or with VR goggles, and the handy will basically uh, move uh, according to what you see on the screen. So we and should that slow that down for a minute. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's slow down this experience for a minute. Um, I'm fascinated. Yeah. I haven't yet been able to experience this. Um, so you're saying you're watching an adult video. And your handy is automatically syncing the stroke with what you are seeing in terms of bodies moving, hands moving, mouths moving. Yes, yes. But how does that feel? Well, from my personal experience, it feels relaxing, liberating, and uh, really, really good. <laughs> and it basically, you know, it becomes a bridge between reality and fantasy mm -hmm. uh, to a certain extent where what you see is what you feel uh, and to have that experience then going from maybe watching the the watching some content on your computer to put it on uh, your vr goggles uh, that is just yeah uh, quite incredible from 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 my side uh, uh, but of course it also opens up a broad view of, uh, of ways to interact uh, broad new ways of exploring yourself like you said before in terms of uh, of uh, putting the emotions into this uh, you know uh, breathing exercises how can you basically explore that uh, portion of uh, for some some cases can be so okay just quick and dirty but if you actually take the time and have that exploration and jump into the rabbit hole that opens up a totally new spectrum of pleasure spectrum of pleasure that for me personally i did not know uh, that existed so the interactivity part is 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 something that uh, uh, i believe with time uh, that we can offer uh, a wide range of called services or or uh, features that Experiences. can uh, serve yeah, experiences that can serve everything from health and education to sort of just, uh, I want a session of uh, masturbation and use a stroke watching this movie. Uh, 
you can have audio with it, right? And there's like it's too many things, but it's a huge spectrum of, yeah. of what you can do. Yeah, and that spectrum, that inclusivity is part of what I look for when I um, talk about things being designed for pleasure, because different people like different things. And so for some people, this will be a very quiet, meditative, masturbatory tool. For others, it will be a kinky device controlled by someone from afar. For others, it will be an assistive device uh, relieving their hands of the work of masturbation. Sometimes you want more vigorous strokes than you can give yourself. For others, it will be a partnered play tool and can be combined with hand job techniques that you've learned from us, for example. There's so many ways to play with this, and it's really up to the individual user to explore and get curious and find out for themselves what the handy can bring into their lives. If we have stroked your interest, please go to thehandy.com and use the code PLEASURE for 10 bucks off your order. And thank you to The Handy for that offer to the Pleasure Mechanics community. That's thehandy.com. Use the code PLEASURE. Before we go, I want to ask you, we talk a lot about sex tech and this emerging field of sex tech. And for me, there's a little bit of resistance both in myself and I hear from others where it can feel cold and robotic. Um, and we don't want a future without human connection and touch. Especially, I think, after these few years of the pandemic, we've tasted that. And many of us are now craving even more human connection. So how do you at The Handy and you personally in your work think about keeping the sex and the humanity in sex tech? That's a big question. I'm full it's, of them. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's, it, it's, it's a highly relevant question um, and something that we try to discuss on a regular basis, uh, both in terms of what we develop, uh, but also in terms of what we present. So the handy is, is not a replacement for uh, you know, physical uh, pleasure or connection between two, two human beings or several human beings, but it's a supplement and it's something that you can use uh, to explore yourself either alone or together with someone else. But it's, of course, uh, not something that uh, we, we can uh, just shift, uh, uh, take to the side, uh, so to say, when we develop, for example, these interactive uh, elements. But what we need to focus on is to make sure that in that development, we also focus on other core uh, aspects of you know, from young people learning how to masturbate, like it can be education, uh, it can be uh, medical or or you know health related aspects. It can be what kind of services will we provide in addition to handy to to bring this subject up to 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 uh, a, you know a level in society where people can talk about it. And where we don't forget that this is not just a technical tool. We've made a device and we truly believe that can bring a lot of pleasure. And that uh, even though you uh, have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or you're married or whatever your situation is, um, this can bring, bring you pleasure. And the more we talk about it, the more we uh, 
discuss uh, the benefits of, of, of masturbation or the handy, we normalize the fact that it's okay and it's cool to have a sex toy. It's it's a big mission to to sort of work towards, but come on, we're in 2021. We're past sort of the shaming part. This is this is just about uh, enjoying ourselves and, and exploring ourselves. Uh, and it's like yoga, right? You need to breathe. You need to uh, take your time. You need to explore. So um, the more we, that's at least my hypothesis, is that the more we talk about it, the more it becomes uh, sort of acceptable or, yeah, acceptable. Well, you're in good company. We here at Pleasure Mechanics have been talking about this for 15 years, talking about prioritizing our pleasure and how pleasure is really fuel. And the more pleasure we bring into our days of all kinds, right? Sexual pleasure, sensual pleasures, emotional pleasures, intellectual, all pleasure fills us up and allows us to be better citizens for this world. And this world needs us all. Thank you for your contribution to this world. I'm so glad you said yes to the handy and brought it to all of us as a pleasure tool. Thank you so much for your contribution to more pleasure on this earth. Again, Thank for you. folks, if you want to find out more about The Handy, it is backed by a guarantee so you can say yes to it easily, risk-free. Go to thehandy.com, use the code PLEASURE at checkout for $10 off, and discover for yourself the pleasure that The Handy can bring into your world. I'm Chris from pleasuremechanics.com. Thank you, JP, for joining us today on Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm.